0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of the Flagrant Fans. It's Craig coming at you, aka Craig Master Flex. Which, if you put an at in front of that, you can find me on Twitter. You can also find my co-hosts Kyle Dorez and Jay Saborn. Kyle at ba underscore Jones thirty four, and Jay at j underscore Saborin, Spell that S A B O U R I N. We're gonna find something simpler, I promise. We're brought to you by Tucker Punch Productions and their number two podcast, Tuck and Run. On tap for today, we've got Chris Paul on the Rockets. Reactions to that, reactions to the NBA draft, where we're going, the NBA awards, was it worth it, and free agency. Looking forward to it. Here we go. welcome everybody we are brought to you today by gas stations around america without them kyle would have almost made it to my house today how to go running out of gas on the way there boy sometimes you're too tired to get gas man
1: tell me i'm not the only one that says you're 30 nah, i can make you're a 30 year old i can make it
0: you're a 30 year old male you need to fucking get gas <laughs> it's a
1: fairly new truck i'm testing the limits yeah you I, just have you to know.
2: you know how far can you go no. That's the that's the million dollar question <laughs> right there. How far can I
1: push it? Million dollar answer. Not without, far. Not far yeah. enough. <laughs> Almost though. Enough to walk to the liquor store, then to your house. Many many. My have had this question. opinion. That's a win.
0: True. All right. Never mind. Jay, how's the pregnant wife treating you?
2: Uh, she's um, like shit. Uh, she's going through some stuff right now. <laughs> it's a little tough. You know, getting a little bit further in. She's not working right now. She's just bored and angry all the time. So. Yeah, it's great. It's a blessing, though. It is absolutely a blessing.
0: His fate, <laughs> your face is different. <laughs> you know, the, the baby will be worth it. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's, uh, let's jump right into it today. We got uh, big news coming yesterday. Chris Paul pretty much tells the Clippers, fuck it. I'm out of here. I'm signing elsewhere. Forces a trade on their hand. The Rockets traded like 14 players and cash considerations, all for Chris Paul. He's out. He's done. He's about to sign an extension or opt into his contract, I believe it was. What do you think? Do you think uh, he was right in forcing his hand? Do you think he had fucking reason behind it? What's
2: up with that? Well, I, I honestly, I I respect Chris Ball for actually doing that. He probably just went to the Clippers. He had a long exit meeting with them. I, I believe it was about 90 minutes or so. They kind of showed him the direction. He was like, you know what? Um, Houston really wants me, so... I think that you can broker a deal with them. So, with that, it's I liked what he did because they got something back for him. He opted into the contract so he can go ahead and get traded. The best thing for him, actually, is because he's going to be a free agent next year. He can go wherever he wants. That means Paul George. That means LeBron James. If they want to meet up in, in the Lakers, like for the Los Angeles Lakers, they have the ability to do so. So, it works for him. What do you think? I mean,
1: I, I think he did himself a favor and the Clippers at the same time because – Like you said, in a year, he can bounce out of there. But I mean, in today's day and age, you got freaking Golden State, the four headed monster over there. He's going to, he's joining Houston, man. They got a ton of talent over there. I mean, to me, it's a no brainer. Plus, with all the, you know, with all the disgruntled freaking Doc Rivers stories that you hear with (laughs) his son, and they didn't make trades they should have because they didn't want Austin Rivers to get out of there. Like, they're a mess.
0: What do you mean? Austin Rivers is like the next great
1: thing. Yeah, obviously. I mean, he
0: was at one time at North Carolina before he actually played and stuff. If I'm Chris Paul, and there's yeah, that type of nepotism going on, Duke, and, yeah. Whatever. They're <laughs> plus, both in North Carolina. Plus, uh, you know,
1: Blake might bounce too. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. De- DeAndre, like, you have no idea. So, there's a lot, of, a lot of questions in the air.
0: Well, how pissed I mean.
1: is DeAndre about that emoji war, though? He fucked up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And Doc came out and he said, oh, you know, he's like, oh, well, there was no such thing as, you know, declining the trade for Carmelo Anthony with my son being involved. So he I, he's sense. he's also a, a bonafide liar. We've already known about yeah, this. He's
1: good at lying. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, I think a lot of it is the Clippers also didn't like the way he was treating Austin Rivers. He always said that, like, oh, I'm going to treat my son just like everybody else and how I coach him. But I, apparently he would yell at him. But the thing is, he wasn't approaching him the same way he was approaching these other players. So that causes a riff And I... Thought that was gonna happen. It just—I'm surprised it took so long for this story to come out. Do you think there was
0: a there was a threat of a holdout by his wife? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen,
2: it's so what a we do here. All possibilities
0: are on the table. All possibilities. So. You, know, you know, you don't spend all that money on them little blue pills and have
1: her hold out. I'm just saying. Fuck that. It's sixty bucks a pill, dude. You hear? Yeah, I'm not, not sure. Not I buy for that either. You know, just I'm, I hear sixty bucks. That's a lot. Yeah, man.
0: Now. Is Chris is Chris Paul the right fit with the Rockets? Can him and James Harden, they're both ball dominant guards. Chris plays defense, James doesn't. They both kind of have oh big dick on campus kind of theory thing going. Which is it a good fit? Do you think that they can coexist in the right way? Do you think that either one of them are willing to take a step back, get it going? I mean, what 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 are the opinions on this?
1: I mean, I think in today's NBA. There is no, like, fit. They're going towards a positionless NBA. And, I mean, really, I don't really view James Harden as a freaking a true one anyways. He's pretty much a two that was morphed into a one. So I think, honestly, people are saying, oh, does it fit? And I'm like, obviously it fits. like Chris Paul's, you know, probably a top five point guard. And he and he's already joining the team that I think was already like borderline loaded, and they got rid of freaking Dwight Howard, who's terrible. He jumps or Dwight Howard Atlanta. Atlanta. Well, they got rid you of him. We just tra- We just talked about this last week. Yeah, pay attention.
2: Well, they got rid of him. I have ADD. That you guys, guys got to so. work me.
1: <laughs> Anyways, they have a ton of talent on Houston, man. He's gonna be killing it. I, I think that they they're gonna give Golden State a legit shot. Like they're gonna they're gonna give him a run for their money. I think.
2: I don't I don't think it's enough. Uh, Daryl Moore, he did say that this is an arm race right now for for the NBA. Everyone's looking for talent. Everyone's looking to try to compete because you're really just, you know, maybe one or two injuries away. Um, so with with the Rockets, at first when I – when I and we spoke about this last week. I said, you know, the two ball-dominant that they're not going to work. But at the same point, how you know, we said Kyrie and LeBron wasn't going to work. We said uh, Kyrie and Dwayne uh, – excuse me, LeBron and Dwayne Wade wasn't going to work. So, somebody has to put their ego aside. Someone has to take a backseat. I think it's going to be James Harden with his ball-dominant type of uh, play. It has to, man. It has to be, yeah. right? Because Chris Paul has to have the ball in his hand. He has to be running he- the offense. And look how far Clint Capella is going gonna, is gonna to rise now on his offensive game. Because you got Chris Paul just throwing him alley-oops now. His offensive game was already limited. If all he has to do is block shots, rebound, and then catch alley-oops and dunk it. Hello DeAndre Jordan. Chris oh, DeAndre Jordan. He's gonna elevate them a lot, man. Cause he's he's a
1: true point guard and he does make everybody better. He gets a little hated on, I think, with all the winning and stuff. I mean, he's he's just some people are just unlucky, man. I,
0: I disagree completely. I think
1: that yeah, he's an saying?
0: asshole, and there's a reason for that. I mean, he's I don't they push him as a leader, but he's not a consummate leader. He runs around, he blames everybody for his shit, and for some reason he's the guy that oh, well, you know, I, I feel like T Mac got the same freaking treatment. Like Oh well, you know it's on his fault. It's management's fault. It's this fault. Oh, Blake Griffin's always injured. Sorry, a true superstar takes his team to the next level. The guy's never been to a conference finals. He's had some really he plays talented teams. in the West, teams. dude. What do you want from him? Like I want for him to go to the conference finals. What did I? Maybe did I just uh, say dude, If I wasn't He played
1: that. in the East. Maybe he'd go to the conference finals. But it's, we're talking about the West, man. This this team's stacked out there. And if you lose one, that's like saying if if freaking Steph Curry got hurt Williams before they made got it to KD. a conference finals,
2: though, with the Jazz. So I understand a yeah. little bit of what he's saying, but that's I I think part, that he man. is I think he is a leader. That's where I disagree with you. I think that's he's what a I'm leader. trying
1: to say. I think he's get he gets a little bit of a bad rap. He in my was on opinion. a team with three perennial
0: all stars, and you could not make it past the second round. That's not okay.
1: But I don't put that all on him though. You know what I'm saying? Like what about Blake? What about the Eagles that go on in that? You know what I'm saying on that team?
2: They I, just didn't. I match. think with the Clippers, they didn't have anybody that would be a creator for their own offense. Like, Blake needed somebody to set him up. DeAndre needed someone to set him up. Uh, it was really just, you know, Chris Paul that was creating for himself. So, now on the Rockets, we'll see because now James Harden can can set himself up. So, we'll see how that works out.
0: All right. So, speaking on that, I mean, let's talk a little bit about the Clippers. Where are they going from here? I mean, is what's the effect on Blake Griffin's free agency? Um, should they trade DeAndre, blow it up? I mean, you know – Nobody wants to be in NBA purgatory. Nobody wants to be there. That's what the Chicago Bulls just realized after 14 years. That's what pretty much everybody is starting to realize. I mean, not everybody gets lucky like the Celtics and fleeces Billy King. So, like, where do they go? What are they going to do? Does a team with Blake Griffin and DeAndre and maybe Free Agent X down the road do anything? I personally don't think so. I think they are completely screwed. I think Doc Rivers bails after a year. Um, What are the possibilities?
2: I think Doc Rivers already is looking for an exit. (laughs) Like he does not want to deal with the rebuild. I told you last week, Jerry West was brought in to rebuild the Clippers. That's what he was there for. So Doc, I think is already looking for exit, like an exit, uh, to get out of there. Blake Griffin, I think that he, if he's smart, he's going somewhere else. Why would you be in? Why would you stay with the uh, Excuse me, with the Clippers, and be? the guy when no one else is is giving you any type of uh any type of you know assist or any type of ability to actually create your offense and deandre it's like deandre they're going to try to move him and they should try to move him i don't know where his i don't know where his value is right now there's a lot of teams that can use a defensive center but we'll see
1: yeah i think i think how it's all going to shake down is i think I mean, it's reported today that Blake could take possibly a five-year, $204 million contract. Or, But, I mean, so ultimately I think they're going to hold on to Blake Griffin and they're going to trade DeAndre. just like I mean, just like Jay said, he freaking stole my take, but I let him my go bad. first. My bad. <laughs> Maybe if you have a different but,
0: thought process.
1: Yeah, whatever. So you think uh, they keep Blake? I think they keep Blake because – they're just. I think they're getting desperate, man. Like Deandre, you can't build around Deandre, obviously.
2: So you don't think you go with the the youth movement and just kind of just acquire assets and picks and and you're, try to go that route? You're or?
0: stupid if you try to make it with a guy who's missed eighty three games in the past three years. Yeah,
1: I mean,
2: he's missed more games I think in the, the last Clippers three getting- years than Paul Millsap's missed his entire career.
1: If you really look at, I mean, he missed a lot of playoff games. I think that's why it gets a little overblown. If you look at his regular season, he only really had one season where he missed a substantial amount of games. I forget. I think he, he punched the like, train in
2: the face and missed mad time.
1: The deserved <laughs> <it seasons>, this <laughs> <laughs> last season. He didn't want to do that last rep, man. Like, that shit's rough, dude. No, I bet. I mean, it depends what they can get. If you, you're really, like, grasping that straws, if you're saying, Oh, can we sign and trade you too? Like Chris Paul, like like that. That usually doesn't happen where someone's about to, says they're gonna leave and then sign and trades. Like,
0: well, not for nothing. I mean, they wouldn't have Chris Paul if not for David Stern. Shout out to the dirtiest motherfucker. Yeah, not for real. Seriously, Vito. Um, so, <laughs> all right, let's talk. Let's talk NBA draft. So draft is over. We're a little bit late to this party. It's been about a week now. I know we all woke up Friday morning, regretting the shit out of watching that together. <laughs> However, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, it kind of lacked on entertainment value. There really weren't any major surprises. We knew who the first three picks were going to be by the time the draft went on. Enjoy. I will Kyle's now on his fourth beer. We're entering the Caba zone. Um, So, any surprise picks that, I mean, shocked you really? Is there anything that made you think, oh, man, that was a great pickup right there? I mean, personally, I thought that the Celtics getting semi- in the second round samee. was kind of interesting. I think he'd be an interesting trade piece. I mean, he was projected as a first-round player. Simi, Simi, yeah, Simi, yeah, Simi, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Jay, what's what's going on in that little mind of yours? You're the draft expert over here.
2: I thought, and, like, don't faint when I say this, I thought the Kings killed it. No, Ooh. they did. They, they killed did. it. Ooh. Like, if you think about who they came out with, they came out with the, with the Aaron Fox, boom, there's your point guard, there's your leader. Justin Jackson, all right, three and D guy, a la Danny Green, um, Harry Giles, all potential. Why not grab him at twenty? Um, Frank Mason, the third out of Kansas, that dude's a bulldog. You want someone to go in and compete, even though he doesn't have great talent, that dude's gonna come in, compete, and push everybody else. They killed it. There was the like to me, it was all about like, wow, look what the Sacramento Kings can do. And then everyone else was like, all right, well, you know, there's nice little pieces there. Uh, the Spurs picked up Derek White. I mean, I hate what the Raptors did. Cleveland Cavaliers didn't even have a pick, so they didn't even grab nobody, uh, neither the Washington Wizards. So I think it lacked the explosiveness, the fireworks that we've come to love with the draft. We had so much build up into there where there was going to be tra- uh, trades and all this other things, but nothing really um, – came up, came to fruition. It was just a whole bunch of, you know. Anticipation. Anticipation. And it just, it just happening almost exactly like, if you go back to like your mock drafts that you, you know, some people established almost exactly happened the same way. So.
0: Yeah. there's a bunch of foreplay without an orgasm. I mean, personally, I, I don't get the Knicks taking, uh, Frank. Blah, 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 whatever the fuck. <laughs> I'm French as fucking. I don't even know this guy's name. Yeah, me too. I don't like that pick. I do like the De'Aaron Fox pick by, uh, what was that, Orlando?
2: De'Aaron Fox is Kings. so I was Kings. just speaking about that. Shh, I wasn't listening. <laughs>
0: um, I, I really listen, – Subscribe. Craig. Subscribe to Flagrant fans. Good job, Craig. Leak <laughs> <laughs> um, Monk on the Hornets. I think it's a great pickup for them. I think he's a high upside player. At I that think, number, yeah. Yeah, I think he could absolutely mesh with Kemba Walker. Um, You know, that's a backcourt of the future if they just get Dwight Howard out of there. He's I small. He, he's yeah, so Tom small. Walker's
1: brother, right?
2: I'm going to move on from that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, you know, Luke Kennard.
2: Luke Kennard. I think that was a reach. I don't even like But he, uh, some he's, people fall in love with him, so that was a reach.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Detroit oh. Detroit's has some luck with, like, these white guys. So
1: I mean I think the Minnesota Timberwolves had an interesting draft too, man. Trading for Jimmy Butler, I feel like that shit was out of nowhere. They won like, that one. <laughs> they did win that draft. I mean they had a bunch like and they picked up the sixteen pick. Realistically, like done what like he couldn't really get any playing time anyways over there. Like I I think it was a good trade on both of them sides. Like I agree. that we're gonna get to that later, but I mean. Minnesota had a good draft, and they and they usually, like, we're talking about the two freaking, like, probably worst franchises, like, in NBA history. You're talking about Kings and Timberwolves, and they both represented this draft. I mean, the rest of the, the I think one through, like, 12 was, like, pretty much chalk,
2: though.
0: Well, I, I, don't, I don't get the T-Wolves, so trading Zach Levine no, for Jimmy yeah. Butler. They're, they're giving them the same exact attributes, pretty much. I mean, obviously, Jimmy Butler is Zach Levine times four, but... The Zach same is a bit
1: injury. You know, he's had his injury
0: problems, but but I'm I'm a little worried that Andrew Wiggins. His development's going to be stunted. I mean, you're looking at somebody who's going to average 20-plus points a game for the rest of his career.
1: Yeah, now, it Jimmy, is a head scratcher with Andrew Wiggins, I think, honestly. Yeah, look
2: but, at Wiggins to be more probably on the block. That dude's a beast on the block. So look at him probably be more of a, a guard post-up and then just have Jimmy Butler out. Outside. And they'll probably
1: play him at multiple positions, too. The, the two, thing, the three, the four. Like, I can see them doing that
2: with him. The thing I worry about the Timberwolves is who's who's shooting the three-ball for them. That's they need They need three-point shooting. Exactly.
1: They have, like, zero three-point shooting now, huh?
2: Yeah, it's really bad. You got and Jimmy Butler is not even. A, I mean, uh, you talking about the Timberwolves, right? Timberwolves, yeah. They're not
1: even really Jimmy Butler is not even really. A they good were bad last shooter. year, yeah. And
2: That's they bad. had Zach Levine, and he he had a great year. He had a breakout year before he got injured. So now they got Rubio, they got you know Jimmy Butler, they got Andrew Wiggins. I mean, who's yeah. shooting three for them? Well, they Butler, need somebody.
0: Butler had a career year last year, but I mean, if you're looking at your best three-point shooter, she's thirty-six point seven percent from three. I mean, his you're numbers just,
1: do keep improving, but he's still not a good shooter. Like, I wouldn't classify him as a good shooter. Uh, no.
0: His effective field goal percentage was uh, almost 50% last his three year. His three-point shooting, though.
1: 37%. That's above league ag- league average. It's pretty terrible, I think. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> if you're in the... That's fucking Josh it, Jackson's It can't, it can't three be, be point your shooting. number one three-point shooter, though. Dude, that's Josh Jackson's three-point shooting <laughs> coming out of college, and they say he's a bad shooter. So Literally. how is that a good good shooting you percentage? you look at a guy with a high
0: usage rate who shoots that well, I'll take it. I mean, his... Field goal percentage overall is only 45%. Know. That's like Goldie If you really
1: want to debate, why don't you just call him right now? He posted his number on ESPN. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Grab me that number. We're going to give Jimmy Butler a yeah, call at some him. point are definitely calling All right. So could Chicago have gotten a better haul, though? I mean, I personally think they could have. As a Celtics fan, I think we all agree that we did not want Jimmy Butler here. And I wish we disagreed about it so we could yell at each other. But that's just the fucking way things go. Um, Chris Dunn, I was a Providence fan, always have been a Providence fan. I think that he'll end up being a solid NBA player, but I was saying right from the start, this guy, he's a bench player. He's coming off the bench. He is a solid Earl Watson style backup. Do you think he can rebound from a subpar rookie season? I mean, looking at a guy that's going to be 23 years old going to a second year, which makes me feel
1: old as fuck saying, but... Is he Wait, gonna, can I intervene for a sec, real quick?
0: I mean, if you really want
1: to, I got, I have Jimmy Butler's phone number. You guys want to call him right now and ask him if he's gonna be a better three point shooter yeah,
2: next year get, or what? let's get Jay's take
0: <laughs> and you queue up that phone number and then we'll call him. Yeah. So, all right, go ahead,
2: Jay. In, in terms of, uh, in terms of, in terms of Chris Dunn, uh, I think he's gonna have to be become better. He couldn't get, he couldn't get on the field. Excuse me, he couldn't get Welcome on the court.
0: Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Yep.
2: Oh, all right. It appears so, that Jimmy, was my uh, producer. Yeah, you disconnected that phone call, huh? Come on, Jimmy. No, Jimmy, that's a bitch Fucked Fuck off, Jimmy. We don't Come like that. No, nah, but with, with Chris with Chris Dunn, he's, he's going to have to get better because I'm not sure if they're going to bring back Rondo. Um, he wasn't able to be as great defensively as he, he was in Providence and what he's expected to be. And then beyond that, I think Levine was a good get for them, but how is he going to be coming off the ACL injury? Obviously, they could have got more. They, hold on to, they held on to him for too long. So do we got Jimmy over here?
1: I honestly think that might have been the producer's fuck up. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and try it real quick. All yeah, right, don't right. touch my hand. Yeah, so I mean, welcome to Verizon Wireless. Oh uh, no, he Verizon definitely worked. definitely. Did. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy. Come on, Jimmy. All right, we got breaking Bush news. Lee. Jimmy Butler's a bitch-ass bitch ass <laughs> bitch. Yeah, that's Bush with Lee, a capital bro. B. If you guys were you know he sh-
2: you know he showed up to uh, he showed up to the T Wolves uh, training facility with uh, a fanny pack, right? Well,
0: Hulk Hogan wore a fanny pack, and he's the most amazing
1: American Hulk man of Olsen. all time. He's also a wrestler, and Jimmy Butler is a freaking NBA athlete. Exactly. It's a distinction right there. Hulk Hogan's like twice as badass. No, he is. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah,
0: that's Come on. true. Lose your hair like Hulk Hogan and rock a fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> he won't. Can be oh Hulk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's what he said. but you know. he, he said that.
2: I not question was me. Macho man Randy Savage, actually.
0: That was absolutely macho man. It's been years, man. I've been partying. Yeah, go snap into a Slim gym, you dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. All
1: right. I hate you.
0: So me and Kyle got together to watch some of the NBA awards. This was, of course, before the liquor took hold. But my opinion on the show was that it was just a bunch of fluff. It was better than the NHL's version, which had, like, I don't even know, some former American Idol guy singing, I'm pretty sure. Oh, my God. (laughs) We got to see Nick Cannon dressed like a dick. Just like, it's what he know. does and like, best Yeah but He doesn't have Mariah To like back him up anymore or Yeah It was weird I don't know what kind of Fucking idiot wears a turban To an NBA award show Yeah he's a like, weirdo uh, Ever since Nickelodeon
2: um, Yeah so I mean It was a lot of fluff Going on with that award show I, I just seemed like It was a lot of build up We already knew Where it was gonna go So I mean Kyle you were You were looking at the fashion Did you see Draymond's greens Like capris bro Craig said that I'm oh, not into oh, fashion bad. at all, my but bad.
1: I did notice his fucking weird ass turquoise blue coat, like getting hated on by Drake. By like, Drake what's better yeah. than that? Getting hated on by Drake. Speaking the, of Drake,
0: how awkward is he during the through, like the whole show? Like, I almost wanted to put him back. I in think a weird you're a shirt.
1: Drake hater, man. I
0: I told you I don't I, mind his music. I'll vibe to
2: his music. But I do like how Jen, uh, Kenny the Jet Smith was like. Did he write? No, his they own jokes? yeah,
1: they went back and forth. That was. Yo, I mean, and, that was and Drake perfect. said that he's the most expendable person on TNT set. You hear that? <laughs> <laughs> and they started going back and forth, yeah, man. You can't ask for nothing better than that. I love social media wars, dude. That's like uh-huh. what I live for nowadays. I, I feel like
0: Drake kind of creeps me out looking at him. Like I said, I don't mind the music, dude, but man. like his eyes are really far apart. He's like a fucking he's chameleon.
2: big ass caterpillar eyebrows. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Shout favorite. out to
0: Anthony Davis. Just
1: looks weird.
2: Yeah. You no, but he's killing it though. Drake is out there killing it. Yeah, slaying, he Slaying, bro. He is, he is.
0: But every girl that he gets with is gone pretty quick, so I think that opens up the theory. Is Drake a premature ejaculator?
1: <laughs> oh my god. I had no idea what was Food going there, thought. fans. No. I swear Food I did not.
0: Alright, let's uh let's talk about some serious stuff now.
1: Yeah, we're getting serious.
0: NBA MVP. I mean, there was a little competition with Russell Westbrook and James Harden. I personally wanted James Harden to win the scoring and the assist title, tiny Archibald style. Russell Westbrook, obviously, first person ever. Well, first person since Oscar Robertson to average triple-double over a season. Do you think that Westbrook should have won with a barely a playoff team? Do you think that James Harden deserved it, leading the team the way he did in the insane way he did in that Mike D'Antoni, seven seconds or less offense?
2: See, this is where I don't know. Like... The guy did something that hasn't been done since Oscar Robinson. Russell Westbrook should have been the MVP, even though it was a 48-win team. He had no... Russell Westbrook, excuse me. Uh, even though it was a 48-win team. So, with that being the case, I think that James Harden benefited a lot from Mike D'Antoni's system, and Mike D'Antoni deservedly, I guess, won the, the Coach of uh, Coach of the Year award. So, You gotta give it to you gotta give it to Russell Wilson. Uh, Russell Westbrook, Jesus Christ, he's not the quarterback (laughs) of the Seattle Seahawks. Shout out to
0: uh, Tuck and Run, Jay's other show where they talk football. He gets confused sometimes.
2: I do, yeah.
1: It happens, man. But I'm gonna just say this: I disagree. I'm gonna tell you why. I mean, I think James Harden does more for his system than DeAntoni brings because you talk. Where were the Houston Rockets last year before? Forty three wins, yeah, forty three wins, dude. You're talking about that's basically five hundred. How many so, wins is five hundred? <laughs> math test, math test. Forty one, yeah. See, it's I said basically, so well, I already like, was there. school How about you shut off up, everybody? Anyways, <laughs> cheat to win, baby, cheat to win. Anyways, I think. Uh, see, you messed me all up now, James Harden. James Harden. He should have definitely got the MVP because he elevated that franchise to the playoffs out of nowhere, dude. And he went from playing the two to the one, obviously D'Antoni's system benefits, but he morphed his game in like Russell Westbrook, like they would, that dude, they were, they were giving him rebounds, dude. Like he, he leads the league in uh, turnovers per hundred possessions. Like he has the ball in his hands at all times. Like obviously he's going to have the best stats. Like, it's kind of like a no-brainer. In my opinion, I think freaking James Harden killed it this year, and I don't even think it's close.
2: It's still hard to get a triple-double, to average a triple-double. That's ridiculous. A guy it's broke, ridiculous. The guy broke the record for triple-doubles within, within the league, no matter if they're giving him rebounds or not. Like, this isn't Ricky Davis. Dude, have you seen his team?
1: It. This team's complete trash. That's why he has a his triple-double. His team is complete trash, just and he agree got 48. They would have been a lottery team if, if it wasn't for Russell Westbrook.
2: And I'm not saying that... So you're you're agreeing with me then? No,
1: I'm not agreeing still. I'm still not (laughs) agreeing with you because... We
2: cannot say Russell Westbrook, like, at all. Like, we should just call him Russ, bro. Russ. We'll call him Russ. Russ. Now we're back to the age-old adage. Both of us.
0: Most valuable. Is it the most valuable to your team? Or is it the best player on one of the best teams? I think it's
2: both, and he won both.
0: Agreed. I disagree.
1: Fuck both, (laughs) of (laughs) y'all. All
0: right. Less controversially, let's move on to rookie of the year. I personally thought that Embiid should have got it because he was that dominant, even though he barely played. Um, you know, ended up going to Malcolm Brogdon of the Milwaukee Bucks, the most athletic bunch of potential. I guess that's what you call him. It's a big pile of potential. of potential right there. Exactly. Um, first ever second round pick to win. I mean, how much? God knows. I did not see much of Malcolm Brogdon this year. I tried to tune into the Bucks as much as I could, just because. Of Giannis. No one's watching the Bucks. The Bucks. Did I pronounce that right? Hell no. No
1: one in the NBA pronounces that name right. Not one person. Freak freak. I actually looked up the phonetics and how you say it, and I was just like, I quit. (laughs) That's really how you say it, It's impossible. I quit. Yeah, I quit. (laughs) No, I quit. I mean,
0: you you struggle with Chris Tapp's Porzingis, so I mean. I mean, you're true. That's true. You start throwing some Mediterranean shit at you. Yeah. I'm just like, I tap
1: tap out. Randy Savage got me in a headlock.
0: It's elbow drop, dick. (laughs) <laughs> all right um jay did you catch any of malcolm brogdon this year what'd you think of him when you did see him
2: i did catch a, i think that jason kidd actually held him back from what he can actually Jesus do Christ, who do you not hold back <laughs> well besides <His> Giannis. <laughs> this is uh, it's going off the it's rails right now <laughs> all right <laughs> no nah, but malcolm brogdon he uh he should have played more he he uh backed up Della, uh, Della Vadova so I think he should play more I think in the playoffs they used him correctly he he did play more he did contribute more and that's essentially I feel like that's where this rookie of the year came into fruition because he was showing in the playoffs that he was great even though it was a, you know a road that took place before the playoffs
0: I think you're racist against Australians Actually, I think
2: I like Della Vadova after he left Cleveland he's a tough little fucker
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. Write that in your notes. Kyle, what do, you, what do you know about Malcolm Brogdon? I know like 0% about Malcolm Brogdon. I barely even know how to say his name. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I think. Out of Virginia. I'm not watching the freaking Bucks games. Like, give me a break. You're, missing, the the, you're missing, team, out.
0: Bro. You missing out. You were missing team. out. out. That's an
1: exciting team. Maybe in like two years. No, uh, oh like now. God. Kevin Durant came out so today. So they're going to make said, the playoffs this year. Yes, Kevin they made Durant, it last year.
0: He came out and said blatantly that Giannis is pretty much guaranteed to be an MVP after playing against him this year. Giannis went toe-to-toe with LeBron multiple times this year and took it as a challenge. He's got competitive fire. The guy is, he literally is a freak, though. Like he's,
2: and they were without Jabari Parker. Who? Talk about a guy with upside.
0: Jesus, I hope he does not tear another ACL. Uh, yeah, I
2: wanted him so bad. He the
1: tears Celtics. ACLs like it's his job. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not watching the Bucks. I'm sorry. Like, make it to the playoffs. Maybe I'll consider you as a real NBA they team. Did but this I mean, year. did they? Yes. See, I didn't even know. I didn't even know they were in the playoffs. That's Jesus. how bad. They made Dude, it to the playoffs. Talk about a that small market. That's like a micro market. Like, a pop quiz. The best. What th- state is Milwaukee in? Can't even tell you (laughs) Wisconsin The answer is Wisconsin Oh my goodness Listen I can tell you Did That 70s show Complete cast (laughs) Before I tell you that (laughs) answer
0: What state Did That 70s show take I
1: plead the fifth
0: Wisconsin The answer is Wisconsin
2: (laughs) I thought you were being ironic No I
1: was being ironic You idiot Don't you think (laughs)
2: Oh man, nah. Uh, the great thing about Malcolm Brogdon is he was a he was a four year uh, four year player in college, and he was a second round pick, thirty six overall. So it's great to see him actually get some accolades. He even mentioned it in his speech that uh, it's this is for all those players that maybe they don't be they're not looked at as potential guys because they played so long. It's it's great for them and. I, I was actually listening to to Antonio Daniels talk about it, you know, earlier today. And he was saying when he came out of college, he was uh he was an upperclassman and he had to average like twenty four points and like ten ten assists to come out with these numbers. Now you're looking at guys with that are freshmen and averaging like Harry Giles averaging like two points a game. So it's great to see like some of these guys that that work their ass off to try to get to where they are.
0: Agreed, agreed. Agreed. Right, um last last thing I wanna to touch on with the NBA Awards is my man and yours and Bill Russell. First of all, I thought on a serious note, I thought that the tribute to him was unbelievable what he did for civil rights. And I know I've mentioned it before, but everyone wants to mention Boston as a race Boston as a racist town, but I mean you're looking at it, the team in the NBA that had the first African American player. He was the first African American coach in the NBA to a championship yeah, too. Leading them to win. a title. I mean granted I hear I hear quite a bit that uh while he was coaching he was Getting the sub player and doing things like that. But I mean, the fact of the matter is the only you person ever,
2: he's got to sub is himself. You sub yeah, him for real. In. Exactly.
0: I mean, the fact of the matter is, I mean, the guy is an absolute legend. You don't win 11 rings, no matter how small the league was, and not be an absolute legend. He's a winner. But we got to talk about how he pointed at Shaq, Dikembe, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Who was my fourth? I think Akeem, Elijah no, no, Wan. It, no, it was. was, uh, it uh, was, uh, was, was,
2: was it was David Robinson David and it was Alonzo Mourning. Oh,
1: yeah,
0: and yeah, Alonzo M- Mourning, yeah, 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 Two guys I, I would never fuck with. I've seen both of them play live, by the way. Those dudes were fucking spectacles. It was like spectacles. I mean that like in the most heterosexual way possible.
1: Gay.
2: But he... <laughs> he
0: can't say that word. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but we he have a great.
2: All right, we're very tolerant of, of many different sexual orientations. <laughs>
0: I held the door for a gay guy today. <laughs> nah, so Bill Russell sits there though, points at every single one of them. He says, "I'll whip all your asses." <laughs> Can we just talk about how Bill Russell's the man for five minutes? I haven't done this in a while.
2: It's it's amazing to see. Like he still has that competitive fire at that at that age. He's still competitive. He's still looking at these guys, and and it's true. Like he was he was pace and space before it was, you know, so so popular right now. He was that guy who who made defense cool. He was the guy that he he didn't get the block numbers because they didn't record blocks at that time. But that guy was a monster. And they always look at him like, oh well, he wasn't there offensively. In game sevens in the when it mattered the most, he averaged like eighteen points thirty two boards. Like that's monstrous, bro. He is the ultimate winner out of all American sports. It doesn't matter. Ultimate competitor.
1: Yeah, I think he's probably the most iconic big. And this is a dude that's six nine. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's undersized. And he went up against the likes of Walt Chamberlain. And he won 11 rings. Like, I think he only lost to the Lakers. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was like one time, right? He, like, he, twice max.
2: Out like, of 13 years, he won 11 titles. He only, one year he, only he did
1: was. make the playoffs, I think, and one year he lost to the Lakers. And Will only got one ring. And that's when he went to the Sixers. He I lost believe to the he Sixers. was yeah, yeah, he was he and that's Sixers. that Sixers team is considered like one of the best teams of all time. Like talk about stacked. Like this isn't a new thing. Teams have been getting stacked for years, but I mean, it's just been a while since it's happened in the current state. I mean, but Bill Russell I mean, with all the civil rights stuff, man, the Lifetime Achievement Award—like you can tell, Bill Russell's getting a little bit up there in age, and I feel like that's why they gave him the the Lifetime Achievement Award this year. You know,
2: yeah. had to have been him. But if, uh, if you're gonna do an inaugural one, it has to be him, right? And I
1: will say too, though, that this is the only the
2: first year, right? This is inaugural, yeah. That they
1: did the award show, so they still got a lot of work to do. It's you know, I mean, the you are not gonna nail it on the first try. I think it was decent for the first attempt. It was a little boring, but they'll spice it up.
0: No, it wasn't bad at all. I mean, they could have kept Nicki Minaj
2: off the stage and all, but James Harden. Speak for you. yourself, James, James, James Harden. Harden was looking at her like she was a snack. Yeah. Oh my god! I was just, I was just sitting there. I, I, I turned to my wife. I was like, "Yo, yeah. every single one of these ball players' wives are just looking at him like, are you really staring at that intensity? And He's
1: like, "He's like, I'm Yo. a millionaire. I'll yeah. do what I want." <laughs> Listen, he knew,
0: he knew. Chloe was watching. He knows the deal. All right. Let's um, let's let's talk about the impending free agency. I mean, obviously, we're going to get more into this as the weeks go by. The rumors are crazy everywhere right now. As of tomorrow night at midnight, <clears throat> I mean, there's, the tampering period begins. So we can start talking to players. Um, we can get into the Celtics in a little bit. Let's talk player-specific. The Celtics are a hotbed around the NBA. I don't want anybody to think that we are biased towards that team, even though we are. I'm
1: biased. So... uh.
0: <laughs> Gordon Hayward. So it's, it came out today that he is meeting with Miami, Boston, and Utah. Turns out that Miami already set a meeting before he officially opted out, and I think Pat Riley's a fucking snake for doing that. No way. Even though we all know the Celtics are going to get him. Um, do you think that there's a better chance he goes to Miami or Utah than Boston? Is Boston still the favorite because of Brad Stevens? Are there any dark horses? Um, who can come out of left field and get – Gordon Hayward are there any notoriously white communities that would like Gordon Hayward
1: <laughs> good lord
2: oh man No, nah, I mean Gordon Hayward I heard that at first and I was speaking to my my resident Utah fan today He, your, uh, your inside source my inside source <laughs> for him.
0: possibly my future co-worker depending on if I decide I want to be
2: there. Well, he, he told <laughs> me that he's gonna he's gonna give Gordon Hayward a call and and threaten him with a uh with a firearm and then also kidnap Brad Stevenson. So um uh, well,
0: well wow. speaking speaking is of Is he
1: legally like is this a, is he a, applicable to get arrested for these comments or what? Like I don't so don't we we also this was allegedly there is no what's source. gonna
0: happen is he's gonna have to Here's a dude, it's like Celtic Pride all over again. I know again. that movie's so awesome. No, it's a fucking abortion, but you he's, he's gonna person. have to like, go for the Celtics because he's going to try to kidnap him. So, anyways, can we just talk about Danny Ainge's brother being a cunt? He's running for Congress in Utah and openly, like, vying for Gordon Hayward <laughs> to stay in Utah.
1: Too. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, do you not support your brother? No, it's obviously misdirection. Like, hey, he's, I'm gonna probably, get some saying, he's probably saying, oh, yeah, exactly. Smokescreen. Oh, we want you to stay. But at the same time, he's probably whispering in his ear, like, go to Boston. Danny's my brother. I heard uh, I heard
2: Hayward uh, didn't like how the Utah Jazz, though, um, spoke about the contract extensions for Joe Ingles and then also George Hill that kind of lowballed him. So, yeah, I think before before today, before this podcast, I was thinking that he's going to stay in Utah. Now I'm thinking he's, ob- he's definitely looking into his options. I mean, back in 2014, he signed a three year uh, deal with the Charlotte Hornets. And then at that time, the Jazz matched it. So I think he's going somewhere. I'd, I'd, it would suck if Boston lost out on them. Dude, and Boston, they have, have to, right?
1: right? Who's going to Utah? Like the NBA, they were like it was noted during the season that no one wanted to go even travel there. Never mind freaking play home games there, because the nightlife is so terrible with all the Mormons and whatnot over there. Yeah, the like, who wants Green to freaking that, live the, over there? Yeah, yeah, Green said that. Nothing wrong being a Mormon. Yeah, that either. I'm just saying the nightlife is we're not that crazy. Is, a is what I'm bunch trying to say. A whole bunch no, of people. No, it's not right alien. Now. I'm just saying they don't party late. That's not. That's just a fact. <laughs> you can't deny the facts. I don't he's know. Cut, they he, might
0: be partying late. You see how many kids are in those families? They're doing something late. Pff, not They're according to the
1: NBA players that travel over there. I'm just saying. Okay. I think he's either he's, a going, he's either guy, going though. to Boston or Miami because his wife wants to move to the East Coast. That's already on record. So you got that going for the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. I mean, he is meeting with you, the Utah Jazz last, which is interesting. Like
0: eh, it's a respect thing.
1: Yeah, I guess, but, I mean, you figure, like, he would already know if he was going to leave or not. Like, what,
0: like, isn't yeah, that... He, little... he cannot say anything until Saturday. And, obviously, he's going to through can the motions freaking,
1: and... Neither can the L.A. Clippers, and you can't technically trade, right, until... No. Is that... No,
2: no. Just no. No, because he opted... Because he opted Chris into Paul his contract. Opted in. So, yeah, and, and Gordon Hayward came out today and said that he's he's declining the player option. Like you said... Miami Heat already had him set up, so uh, he's he's probably gonna go. It's it's between the Miami Heat and in Boston, you it's a toss up. Because I never trust that dude. Yeah.
0: Either way, you're getting the money. It's I I think for him it's marketing opportunities and Miami's yeah, it's definitely and I a part I, of it. I, I think he's a passionate player and not not but to he's sound quiet like quiet though. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to sound home biased though, but he's all about. Like, by all accounts, his wife, his family, and basketball. Like, one, two, three. And you go to Miami, their fans suck. They were in the finals, and they wouldn't be showing up in their stupid white t-shirts until fucking second quarter. Because they were out doing, like, getting cocaine shipments or whatever you do in Miami. So, obviously, I don't know. Unless Pat Riley, like, drugs him, Bill Cosby style. He probably
1: will, honestly. I
2: don't don't put it past him. I don't put it past him. Absolutely. Yo, he looks he like honestly that. looks like if they did a remake of The Devil's Advocate, he would play. He Al Pacino looks just bro. like him.
1: He look, with the slick back hair yeah, and everything. Yeah,
2: He would play Al Pacino, and that would be. He like is the devil. Honestly, you just scared. hit on yeah. it. Yeah, he sold the He's the, the soul. devil. He's the devil. He sold the soul for the last
0: like three championships he got. Yeah. After he failed with the Knicks, he was just like, "Yo, Satan,
1: holla, hook me up."
0: <laughs> all right. So I mean, going off of that, we'll send you
1: to the heat. Let's talk.
0: <laughs> it's hot down there. <laughs> Like, hell. All right. So, going off Hayward, there's rumors abundant about the Celtics trading for Paul George. Um, I mean, obviously, the Pacers, I heard today that their initial offer, their initial asking price was the Brooklyn pick, Jay Crowder, Avery Bradley, the net, the pick we just got from um, the Lakers, the Yeah, the Lakers are a Sacramento pick, depending on where it falls. Mm-hmm. Too much for what you could think? potentially be a one-year rental. I liked what I originally heard. I liked the pick we just got from the Sixers. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I like getting rid of Jay Crowder. He kind of became a whiny little shit this year. You think? Especially after they clap for Gordon Hayward, which got Bomani Jones going crazy. Yo, Bomani, follow me. So I, can I love shit. Bomani. I'm not going to get into why you love Bomani. Because he's the man.
2: Anyways. He's a fan of bald guys.
1: Saying you got a pink shirt on, man. Don't don't worry about my
2: Yeah, but I look pretty though.
0: All right. So say theoretically, Hayward and Paul George end up on the Celtics. Is that a lineup that you could see working out? I know earlier we were talking about how the NBA is becoming positionless. I mean, Golden State is practically positionless. Everybody's six four to six nine, and I mean, unless you're Kevin Durant, who apparently came out and said that he's seven feet now. Um, do What's they have on? championship slash? Do they have championship potential, though? I mean, can they get past Cleveland and ultimately Golden State if need be?
1: All right. I'm just going to start off with I seen that Paul George said that he would sign a contra, contract extensions with the Boston Celtics. I want to say the Sixers and LA. See, I've heard that's all hearsay. Those, I mean, everything's hearsay in, in this point in time right now in free agency and all this nonsense. But I think if the Celtics get Paul George, and my bar from Utah. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Haywood. They're gonna be in a position, I think, to challenge Cleveland at the very least. Like they're gonna get to the finals against Golden State and I think they can give them a run for their money, man, because they have pretty much like they would pretty much have like four oversized guards. They have the the, the defense to the guard the Draymond Greens, the Kevin Durant's and whatnot. I mean LeBron's getting older. Like, I feel like he ran out of gas. Like they just expect too much from him, man. I.
0: Nah. <clears throat> the problem was that his uh, steroid
1: supplier <laughs> ran out. Well, yeah. he got they,
2: busted. They upped the PEDs uh, testing for that too. But no, nah, I think uh, I think with PG and, and Hayward, I. The asking price that they did—it's just Kevin Pritchard, who is the GM now of, of the the Pacers—is just throwing out that high price. He has no bargaining power. Like the Zero, Celtics, dude. the Celtics can beat anybody's offer for PG thirteen. Like no one's they. You, you throw that out there just to see like what the Celtics yeah, would you do. You throw like, crap oh. against
1: the wall. They're not going to get both them picks. Like there's no way. The
2: Brooklyn Brooklyn picks off limits. Yeah, by far. Yeah, I'm not doing it with the Brooklyn pick. Yeah,
1: you know, the draft, the best
2: draft they're saying since
1: is next year. I mean, they say that every year, which is a fact. But next year's draft does look good.
2: And you got you got three bona fide stars. You got DeAndre Ayton, and I'm not gonna go too much into draft. DeAndre Ayton, Mohamed Bamba, and then Luka Donich. So either one of and those Porter, guys. And Porter too. You're forgetting about and, Porter. And Porter, exactly. Who might be the number one overall? Michael Porter Jr. Exactly. You're absolutely right. So, I'm not going to go too much into the draft. But the thing is, is with this team, if, if they were to get Hayward and PG, yes, it would work. Yes, they would put them on par with Cleveland. Do they beat the it's Warriors? It's debatable. And Let's see. Really,
1: that's all you can ask for, for nowadays in the NBA. Like, is it debatable that you can beat them? Because Cleveland thought they could beat them, and they had zero chance when they got to the finals. Right. I mean, LeBron's, like, super soft, like tissue papers or grapes but I mean like
0: hey, he's been to eight straight five, oh, yeah. seven straight finals I'd, still rather, Very have, deserving in
2: the I'd East. still rather have Griffin and then PG-13 Griffin handles that rebounding edge that we, we can't rebound dude if As he a plays team, we, we
1: just talked about that earlier
2: right? speaking of and Gordon Haywood
1: still ascending I think right now I think he's he a way is, better fit. he is
2: but if you get both those guys they don't fix the rebounding there and Al Horford still has to play center we don't have a power forward who's Who's gonna be the power forward? PG
1: first. can play power forward.
2: He's already going on, going off on the Pacers about, oh, I don't want to play power forward. Yeah, that was on the
1: Pacers. They're terrible. They don't have a real chance. Yeah, They've even made making... it like four years ago. Then
2: you'd have two guys that just, that just don't like the position that they're playing. He's like I understand that, that, I kind. understand that position is, uh, position, uh, position, uh, position list NBA, guess, right? but it doesn't matter if you're going against guys. If you're going against Andre Drummond. Al Horford doesn't want to check that dude. He does not. Nobody want to check wants that dude. to
1: check Andre Drummond. No,
2: I understand that, but you have to. You have to be physical in there. You have to be able to to check him. You have to be able to check Joel Embiid. You have to be able to check Hassan Whiteside. He doesn't want to do that. And then if you look at Paul George, he's not going to want to be checking any power forwards because even though Paul George he had a huge growth sport at one point, even though they list him at six eight, he's average. that. he's like six ten now. He's six yeah. ten. But the thing is, he's, he's not strong enough in the frame to, to guard those Paul Fords. Nah, he's not. And it doesn't help us with, a, with, our, with our rebounding. We would need to maybe get a cheaper option. Maybe we trade for DeAndre Jordan, too. Maybe we'll get him as a backup. You know what the so,
0: salary cap is? We'll deplete our assets with that, stuff. It's though. never going to happen. All right. So, ultimately, I mean, as Celtics fans... Unabashedly, what would you give up for him? I mean, what's what's your limit? I mean, we've already talked about Brooklyn picks off limits. I think we can all agree on that. So we're looking potentially at a starter. I think Jay Crowder is going no matter what. If we're looking at any he small has to forward, be. there's no room. Um, power forwards. I mean, we're we're small up front, so we're looking at a shooting guard. So we're looking at Avery Bradley. We're looking at Terry Rosier. We're looking at Marcus Smart. Just to start off, which one of those three? do you think it go? And, I, I mean, personally, I don't want to see Avery Bradley go, but with his contract, I mean, he's the biggest cap hip. He's kind of
1: kind of tough to say no to that. I think Danny Ainge, one of the main reasons why he's waiting is because if he doesn't get Gordon Haywood, they're going to go in, like, I think a complete different route than they would otherwise. Like, they may re-sign Avery Bradley and then try to sign Paul George, and then that we, the offense would flow a lot more freely. I mean, there's all kinds of ways they can go. Like I said, like if they don't get Gordon Haywood, maybe they can get DeAndre Jordan. And like you you have just have no idea. Danny Ainge is a mastermind. Like you don't know what he's thinking. And they could definitely just go a bunch of different ways. But I mean if it if it came down to trading for PG, I would definitely say I mean you gotta trade probably the Lakers pick and then maybe a combination of starting players, you know, Marcus Smart, like couple of guards i think that will probably get it done i think the i think the Pacers are on crack asking for what they're asking because the celtics have the best overall package to send in them of course they're going to ask for the moon but they're not getting it especially after houston just depleted everything that they had
0: that was our biggest competition i mean john wall has this pipe dream that maybe paul george would go to them but the wizards don't have shit um i mean the celtics clearly have, like, the best package to send to them. I mean, the Lakers could potentially send a couple of assets, but the second they traded D'Angelo, that was their top asset also. And they've already come out and said they're not getting rid of Brandon Ingram. I don't blame them for that.
2: If, if, if If the Lakers want him and they feel like it's too risky to wait for him to get into the free agency... They throw Brandon Ingram in there. They throw Jordan Clarkson in there and, and some picks. Yeah, they'll be able to grab him. But the thing is, no matter what, Boston's going to be able to blow him out of the water. So it's more or less about how committed is Danny to, He's not going to
1: overpay, though. He's not going to overpay. Danny's not the overpaying type. He gets hated, I think, too much for that. The thing he's is, just he's smart. Stand, he
2: he stands on the sidelines too much with his assets. He's got all these assets, and he hasn't I done agree. anything. He hasn't done anything. Daryl Morey, like you said, it's an arms race. Danny Ainge Danny has all the assets. He has enough to get whoever, almost anybody, really. But he's just sitting there on the sidelines waiting for it to play out. I think he's secretly a hoarder. I think <laughs> he has, like, dead cats
0: in his basement living on the think he like, I
1: disagree, though, 100%. Like, I think he's just waiting for the right move. So I you're mean, saying
0: no dead cats?
1: I mean, he has dead cats, yeah. But I'm saying, like, as far as trading his assets, like, he's waiting for the right move. And to me... Like what's the rush, anyways? Like Paul you know, George like right no one thinks you're gonna beat the Golden State Warriors no matter what moves you make, unless you freaking bring Larry Bird. Not Larry Bird's not walking through that door, like. I mean, to quote, not, to
0: quote the late great DMX, who's not dead but might as well be, he's got to make some move and make it soon.
2: He's
1: not dying.
2: Nah, he's he just dies. cracked out. He's almost. Dead. The thing he's is, like, dead. even if you're not gonna beat. The, the Golden State Warriors like I said it, you're an injury away maybe two injuries away they might lose out on Dollar. they might lose out on uh, Sean no, Lillard we're hoping
1: on injuries like I don't like that no but the it. thing
2: is like you can't just go into a season and be like alright well Golden State got it we're done no I'm
1: not saying I don't think he does that either I'm just saying I don't think he's willing to overpay and set the franchise back like what if he trades all these assets and he gets Gordon Haywood and Paul George, and it doesn't work out. Like, if you he's wasted like pretty, all your picks and then he's, all not, your, he's not
2: trading all these assets, though. We already said Brooklyn picks out, Jalen Brown's out, Jason Tatum probably out. You know what I mean? Those guys are out. We're looking at
1: Jalen Brown. Is he in? Jalen Brown's, not, Brown is not Brown's out. Jalen Brown's out. You know what? Out. I'm down. If, if Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are not in, then I'm cool with anybody else getting traded pretty much. Except for that, Brooklyn especially pick. Kelly Olynyk.
2: Except for the Brooklyn pick, Kelly Olynyk is a res- he's just, you know, you don't he's, t- unrestricted. he's As good as <laughs> one. No,
1: I, I just hate it. It's what
0: good we is didn't mention is that uh, Tyler Zeller's worthless ass in his cap hit seven dollar. million,
2: dude. I think but it's got a little Zeller, right, bit, right, and they have some time to trade him because they can they can move him because it's not guaranteed. Seven million, dude. Genetics. It's actually cheap right now. I know it's insane. A it's dude. actually cheap salary cap is
1: crazy. insane. We, I'm looking at.
2: I'm looking at if we look for a power forward. There's a, there's a guy out of the, uh, the Phoenix Suns, Allen Williams. He he covers our our rebounding edge. He has that one distinct skill, of rebounding. We if we can get him rebounding. on the if we can get him on the cheap and then bring in some other pieces, yeah, we we made a team.
1: We're like one of the worst. I think we're like a top six worst rebounding league in the whole like league.
2: Always bad on def- like always bad on rebounding. See, like we're great on defense, always bad on rebounding. I w- Brad I wish-
1: Stevens loves a small. Mo- sorry to interrupt. Sorry. He outside. loves the small small lineups, man. And so isn't Danny Ainge. See, I, that's why I wish they would have developed Jordan Mickey a little bit this year. He's kind
0: of he's like a, he's a string bean, but he's athletic. He's got that quick flex, like quick t- twitch, like rebound, like double jump type thing going on. Mm-hmm. He's probably going too though. So I mean, what the fuck am I talking
1: about? There's no room for any of these second round picks,
2: dude. They already renounced. They renounced Marcus Thornton. You remember him, yeah. neither, neither do I. James he never Young played. too.
1: They just let him walk. they um, couldn't even get breaking news.
0: On. Marcus Thornton. Just got picked up. No, James Young just got picked up by the Portland Trail Blazers for the uh, summer league.
2: Oh, you mean R.J. Hunter? They're gonna put him at. Uh, they're gonna put him at point guard. Oh, was it R.J.? Yeah, it was R.J. Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, they're gonna put him They're gonna put him Probably at point I'm guard. Not one Surprising. Fucking. Listen, James Young and R.J. Hunter are
0: interchangeable because they're the same worthless pieces of shit that have beautiful <laughs> jump shots. I mean,
2: no, R.J. Really Hunter actually ended up getting uh, getting on a spot with the Chicago Bulls. That didn't do anything in the, either there.
1: Anybody can get a spot on that team. Yeah. Alright, one last question about free agency.
0: Who is gonna pay what for JJ Redick and his mediocre
1: services? Pray to God it's not the Celtics. I heard he wants like twenty million. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they were talking about it on Felger and Maz, and they were like maybe it's like a plan B, like plan C. Like if they if we end up not getting anybody and we get freaking Reddick, like I'm gonna kill myself. So only time plan B doesn't work. Yeah, for <laughs> real. You go with plan C. I
2: got the answer right now. It's Philly. And they're going to overpay for him because they have dumb. buku so dumb. fucking money right now.
0: Well, you do know that that last trade they made, I couldn't tell you what the name of the guy was. Sean,
2: Sean Long for That's cash him. considerations. That's why I keep you
0: on Those cash considerations put them yeah. over the league minimum salary. Yeah. Now, five years from now, they're fucked. They're going to have to make some tough choices, but right. pretty enviable position to be in. And if they get J.J. Redick for two to four years... On that team? Ooh. That could be scary. That's some man. shooting, man. That's some shooting. That's if some... everyone
1: stays healthy, which is like the zillion dollar question over there, like their whole team, Joel Embiid. Besides Sarge, Okafor, that's a, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little Okafor worried. Four is still hanging out there. Like no one talks about him, right?
0: Yeah, but he's yeah, too busy going out and like ass. punching people in the face
2: like an asshole. They deserve it. Yeah, that was in Boston, by the way. and he probably, They probably did deserve that. That's probably
0: why he's not playing on our team anymore.
2: Well, he never played on our team, but
0: yeah. All right, gentlemen, what do you what do we all what's what's the plan for the Fourth of July? Are we blowing anything up, Jay? Are you able to escape the household?
2: Yeah, I mean, we we planned on going to a, our good friend uh, Dingley's house and Dingaling, He's, Ding-a-ling? he's alive. Dingaling, uh, Yeah, they they's had so a, they had a they had a party. Think. They canceled it. Came back to it. So maybe we'll go there. I and seen maybe Dingley
1: we'll, before yo- you did. I guarantee it. Shout out to Dingley's crazy girlfriend
0: who doesn't know she wants to throw a party.
2: We might. I don't know. We might throw something at my house. I don't know. Yeah, we'll do something. We'll find something. Parties at your house or Craig's. Yeah.
1: yeah, my one bedroom. Holla. That's your mom's, you dumbass. Let's party in a one bedroom. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger than your one bedroom.
0: Hey, uh, Kyle. So. Kyle, what are you doing for the Fourth of July? I don't know. What hey, is nobody it? good show what you're doing yeah, for the Fourth of thanks. July. Move Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, once again, today episode of The Flagrant Fans is brought to you by Tucker Punch Productions and their number two podcast, Tuck and Run. If you want anything to do with football, I suggest you tune in. They actually do a pretty decent job, even though Dale shits on my boy Jay all the time. I don't like that.
2: Oh, shit. Uh, you know. Real talk. That's all right. We'll, we'll see how the, uh, the podcast does this, mo- this see what week. See num- so. when the numbers come in.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ooh.
2: My approval rating is really high, Dale. Oh
1: shit. You're running for president. we <laughs> are also brought to you by Make gas this podcast stations great again. Gas
0: stations around America. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, if you want your car to run, fill it up with gas, Kyle. How do you feel about this?
1: I mean, I feel pretty good about that statement. Yeah, because I'm, I'm gonna it.
0: drive you to the gas station, drive you to your car. Also brought to you by fidget spinners. Kyle couldn't play with it, so now he's playing with a beer cap.
1: <laughs> Next party, you know what like, I'm saying, like Trying to catch up with the youngins It's not happening. Nah, man, we're going to. Oops. All right, next show, we're going to
0: talk more about free agency, obviously. Um, You know, in the next week or so, I expect major things to happen. Hopefully, we'll have an answer to a lot of the questions that we posed tonight and our expert reactions, or at least that's how we'd like to think about them. Uh, I want to get into a little bit about Ice Cube's Big Three League and the washed-up motherfuckers playing in it. We're going to talk Summer League. Is it boring? No. What can we do? Ooh. What can we do to uh, make it a little more entertaining? No. Plug
1: in wash up stars. <laughs> big and three. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking KG, we can introduce Paul Pierce and Kobe. I don't know if you've seen that. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Because you're for an for the idiot. big three uh, team. It's for the big three league that you just mentioned. You're like, I have no idea. So you don't know I what you was saying. I, that was like two topics ago. That was like five seconds ago.
0: Yeah, and then I went into Summer League. Yeah, you're neat. And then you went back. Two topics. Flagrant fans. This isn't hopscotch. Put your rock away.
1: I don't even know what you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> and then
0: we're going to introduce some uh, ridiculous shenanigans that you guys probably got a taste of tonight now that we're not nervous about taping the podcast. We look forward True. to seeing everybody next week. Do we have any final comments?
2: Uh, definitely a... Uh you know, subscribe, listen to the podcast, give us some feedback, uh, hit hit us up on the Twitter account. If there's anything that you want us to talk about, uh, any uh, any questions or anything that we want us you want to talk about, definitely hit us up so we can go ahead and bring that onto the podcast. I'll expand that
1: a little bit too. If you have anything that you want us to talk about or any ideas that can make the show better or anything like that. Send them into the Twitter handles, and we'll definitely shout you out on the show.
0: Exactly. Once again, you can find us at the Flagrant Fans at JSuborn34. No J underscore Point Siborn. God. J underscore Soon to be Point God. Soon to be Point God. Ba underscore Jones34. And at Craig Massive Flex. We look forward to seeing you guys soon. We out. <laughs>